Welcome to Hive Mind with Emily. And I'm Meg. And we're here talking about the second part, second hour of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion, which I would like to call the Mary Hour. Oh, boy. Yeah, Mary really got her house. Mary got her groove back. Mary's so dead in the eyes. If if this, I think she looked at this as like a redemption tour. I'm going to restore my good name. But all she did was further my belief that she belongs in an institution. She's a sociopath. I mean, or a psychopath. I'm never sure the difference, but she's a path. I know that. Yeah. She's just, I also, I agree with you. I think she was sort of like, I got to try and make some ground up here. But everything she said was the worst. Uh Just truly the worst. I feel unhealthy emotions about Mary. Like, I just don't like her at all. I just really don't like her. I really just don't like her, Meg. She doesn't say anything that makes her worth liking. Not a thing came out of her mouth where I thought, oh, I can sympathize with Mary on and this. And she's like catty like behind her, like under her breath saying stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? And I really just, I don't like Mary. I really don't like her. This week someone texted me and was like, I'm surprised Mary didn't dig herself into a bigger hole. I was like, what, what are you talking you about? <laughs> Mary absolutely dug herself into a bigger hole. <laughs> she said she has a happy marriage because he buys her Chanel. She said she thinks he she loves him. I mean, the whole th- she was terrible. And this is and someone I'm I'm in a Facebook group about the Real Housewives and someone said, <laughs> I know. Someone said that they have a source that said Mary's coming back for season 2 and I was like, Mary can absolutely not come back for season 2. She's unwatchable at this point for me. I don't enjoy like again, you can be a terrible person in good reality TV and I'm going to let that go. I'll still probably be very entertained. Everyone needs a villain, but Mary's not even a villain. Like Jen to me is the villain. And yeah, like, you know, but she's still likable. She'll come back. I, I, I actually feel like Heather's the villain after this hour of the reunion. I'm I, very nervous for Heather's fall from grace. I, I was surprised by how much airtime they were giving Mary if she's not coming back for season two. I, I mean, this whole hour was about her, aside from get, the Lisa Heather dust up. We didn't even get all the answers. I know. We did get answers about her condition, though. Hydronitis, <sighs> which, sure, sounds like, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like on The Office when they are, they have to get new health insurance, and so they all are forced to write down what diseases they have. This is a fake one. And it's like Count Choculitis. Um, yeah, the, I forgot about her odor glands. That's how crazy this year, this year has been for me. Did Andy Cohen not understand what an odor gland was? Cause he was like, oh, but you can still smell. I, yeah. Which she was like, why are you digging me out? Which I'm like, that wasn't a dig. That was confusion. Yeah. And that I, was kind of Andy being kind, kind of dumb. I won't blame him for it though. Remember when she was like, they're called boils. <laughs> like I would love to know who doesn't know what a boil. Like everyone's heard that phrase. Mary. <laughs> what I loved was Heather's reaction to all of that. She was about to barf. Uh, yeah. And then Andy's like, Heather, you work in the health industry. <laughs> I'm like, Heather does Botox. She doesn't remove odor glands. But then Heather was like, I would like to. How can we sell that? I can mean, you remove all your odor that's glands? That's when I'm like, Heather's a good time gal. You know? <laughs> she's your, she's a good time gal. She's there to party I know, with you. but she just was so petty. She was bad. She was bad. And and I felt, I don't, I will get to Heather. What I want to talk about first is, did you notice that Mary's dress had zippers on the sleeves? Yeah. I just hate everything she does. <laughs> but in the, I think I wore... 
11th grade homecoming, I had a dress that had like a feather neck thing, mm. you know, and I thought I was cutting edge. I was. What do you mean a feather thing? Like, like, a, a like around the neckline. But it was like a um, boat neck, but it had like a statement, you know, feathery accents. And I, it was very much the same vibe as Mary's. Did fur. it have zippers in the It did in not have arms? zippered sleeves, unfortunately. I. I, I can't tell you. I write notes when I watch this. I'm not joking. Like, every three lines is like, I really don't like Mary. I dislike this person. Like, I can't. She's just so, I think I figured out what it is. She's very dismissive. Mm-hmm. And it really, really gets under my skin. Mm-hmm. Um, she absolutely said black people outside 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. When they were having that whole argument, she's like, I didn't say black people. I didn't say black people. I'm like, you did say black people. Mm-hmm. And we saw it. I wish that Andy would have showed us all. And I wish someone would have stuck up more for Jen because Jen's like, no, you did. And she was like, no, I didn't. I didn't say black people. And I'm like, I wish someone would be like, no, we did hear you say that. During that, Heather was like, so what? So what if she did? And I'm like, mm-mm, Heather, you should stay out of this. Yeah, this is weird. And it was funny to watch Whitney just keep falling faces the whole time. Like, she didn't know what to do. A lot of them <laughs> just seemed to not know what to do. It was very weird when Mary said she prefers white men. To black guys. Yeah. And she she says her husband is white. Light. And then she was like, well, he's light. And she said, that's just what I'm attracted to. It was so uncomfortable. It was really terrible. I didn't like it. I I, I didn't like anything about it. I just don't like when she tried to be like, well, Coach Shaw's racist. And I was like, wait, what? Yes. Why are we pulling Jen? Like, Jen did say that you were racist for saying you don't want to go to 7-Elevens with black people in front. Which she said, so don't act like you didn't say that. She said right. that. And she called Jenna Hoodlum in that same sentence, remember? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I don't think Mary remembers anything she says. Or I actually do think Mary just lives in a different reality. I don't really like Mary. Have I mentioned that? It was also interesting because someone wrote in and said, hey, so where are the receipts about your grandma wanting to give you the church? And she's like, oh, there aren't any. Oh, dude, that was, I mean... There aren't any. We just prayed about it for two years. It really frustrates me. It really frustrates. God doesn't care. I really don't like when she's bringing God into her marriage to her step-grandpa because he doesn't want a part of that. I can tell you he doesn't want to be a part of this, Mary. I know. I don't like it. I, I think she's she's like, oh, I think it's mean people talk about my marriage. I'm like, what do you think is happening, Mary? You married your grandfather. If you don't understand how salacious that story is, then you're dumber than I thought, which wouldn't surprise me. And I already think she's really dumb. Um, I also got mad. The one thing that kind of made me mad about Jen this time was when Jen apologized for calling her grandpa in her courser because I was like, you shouldn't apologize for calling she was like, I'm sorry, that was rude. I shouldn't have said that. And I was like, nope, I wish you'd stand by that, Jen. And everyone else, every single housewife talked about her, her grandpa. Yeah. So why are we acting like we're cool with Mary? I just don't get it. I also didn't like Whitney trying to make this connection about how they're both married to old men. Yeah. Like Mary's like saying when they're talking about her grandma dying and telling her she had to marry her grandpa and it's like no just kidding that didn't happen that was so weird but then mary tries to deflect and andy's like well how much old she was like i was married before yes i was married before but i got married when i was 19 like because then utah we get married young and I was she like, says everyone in utah gets married yeah and i that's like three times this time that mary threw mormons or utah <laughs> under the bus <laughs> 
She said, like, she said her church has the exact same belief as Mormons. I'm like, if that were true, it would be a Mormon church. A hundred percent. And I'm like, because the whole argument there was like, people think your church is a cult. She was like, we have the exact same beliefs as Mormons. And when Heather was like, well, people think Mormons are a cult. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw any religion in front of that acting like it's going to save you. I just really hate Mary. Okay, let's talk about Mary talking about her grandpa. So Mary this entire season has been like, my grandma told me I had to marry her husband so I could like take her place and be the first lady of the church and like God wanted me to, but I don't want to bang my grandpa, but I was on my period for a month, but my grandma wanted me to. Like she has brought, she throwing, speaking of throwing people under the bus, she has thrown her grandma under the bus no less than 1,000 times Yeah, about how she made her marry her her husband. Okay, right. So then Andy's like, Let's talk about your marriage, which, like, the only interesting thing about Mary. And then, like you mentioned, there's no receipts. She used that phrase. There's no receipts. It's just something my grandma kept telling me. Mm-hmm. She would just tell me. Well, the way she phrased it was she it, she put it all on me in my hands. It, yes. And it's so weird. And she, Andy said, well, what about your mom? Your mom would be more age-appropriate. An age-appropriate match, yes. Yep. And then the reasoning was, well, my grandma felt guilty because Robert was 20 years younger than her, and she wanted him to be with someone young so he could get his youth back. Super weird. It, none very, of it, very weird. None. I'm more confused than when I started. It was more believable and easier to swallow when it was her grandma had a will, and contingent on her getting her inheritance was to marry her grandpa. But then I found out, no, her grandpa, what I'm hearing is the grandpa got the inheritance and Mary married him so she could also have access to that money. So she could have her Chanel's that he buys for her. Oh my but they gosh. do not sleep in the same bedroom. Okay, well, I don't sleep in the same bedroom. Okay, I was going to say, is that really a marker for a good marriage? Because no. I think that we should all sleep in separate beds. I Absolutely. really do. Like the whole you have to share a bed to be happy thing. I think it's time for society to move on from that because I sleep a lot better when I'm in my own bed. I disagree so soundly with sharing a bed. I am not a good sleeper. Yeah. I wake up a lot. I can't go back to sleep once I'm awake. I, I'm i a poor sleeper. I have an eye mask. I have a fan. I have I, I do everything. I take a, a nighttime medicine. I still don't sleep well. When I sleep with my husband and he wakes me up in the middle of the night, the rage in my heart, mm-hmm. it burns. It burns so strongly. Mm-hmm. I, I think like there are times in the middle of the night where I'm like, we will get, we have to get divorced because I cannot keep waking up to you snoring or hitting me because you, like, he's a back sleeper too, which is the most terrible kind of person to share a bed with. Yeah. Like, he likes to go arms out, legs out. And <laughs> no, I'm like, he's a I starfish. Can't. Yeah. I hate, and I hate the phrase starfish for that, in case you're curious. <laughs> I hate the whole thing. So, a few, we've only been married like, five years too after yeah. the first year i was like it's over i can't <laughs> i i will get divorced i will resent you in my heart yeah. or we can have separate bedrooms yeah and you know what unlike mary you can still get physical it yeah. does not mean you are not physical which like that argument is also very interesting to me because i'm like i want to talk to these people who are just being in and then falling right to sleep. Yeah. There's a whole situation after. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to be in bed is the thing. No. Or like have to sleep through the night. Someone I know got a sleep number bed where they have se- separate sides. Mm. And they have said that's the only way they can sleep in the same room. 
because they basically have their own bed. But I'm like, I'm a, I'm Lucille Ball and Desiing it up. Yeah. We got two separate beds. Dick Van Dyke. We're happy. I don't have to justify myself to yeah. you, America. No, you don't. Mary kind of does though because she's. Well, Mary can't does. stand her husband. She it's just clear told, she, she cannot does not. stand I, her husband. She's repulsed by her husband. She is, is so grossed it. out by the old man she is married to. Uh, yeah, I'm not married because if someone asked me if I loved my husband, I would be like, I love my husband yes. so much that I what don't does sleep she say? in the same bed. I, I think, think, I'm pretty sure I do. And then he was like, you think you love your husband? She goes, yeah, period. That's it. That's all she says. Uh-huh. She's the worst. And then, yeah, she gets she starts crying. She says marriage is terrible. It's so hard. But all my wonderful things I have, all my Chanel, he buys it for me. We're happy. Here's what the thing. And I understand if I was in that room, I don't know how I'd react. But why are these women nodding their head? Like, yeah, Mary, we see where you're coming from. You... I wish that someone would have been more horrified at her. And I get in-person confrontation is hard. I wish someone would have been like, this is why I don't want to be friends with Mary. Yeah. And that and then when she's talking about her aunt who cleans her house. I know. Her great aunt. It's tough because she, as she puts it, I have a big house and they have a little tiny apartment. And then she smiles the whole time. Yeah. I have a big house. They have a little tiny apartment. I, I pay their rent and they clean my house. I we don't like, hang out. Again, for absolutely no reason. She mentions that she and Charlinda do not hang out. They're not to. close. She has to tell her that they do not hang out. I mean, I just really I don't get why Jen even wants to be friends with Mary. At this point, I'm like, I've actually, I'm like, Jen, first of all, is definitely medicated. She's very chill. She's so reserved during this. I mean, someone was like, she's just not drinking, like, Mm. obviously, which, Mm. okay, sure. But I'm also like, she's medicated. And I'm not mad about it. Because if I was a real housewife, I would pop a Zanny or two before I did a reunion. Yeah, for sure. So she's very cool. She's, like, not getting bothered by her. She got bothered when she said Coach Shaw was a racist, which well, yeah. she should have. Yeah. Remember? Also, what was the context? It was so weird. It was so weird. Okay, because, no, she just brought Coach Shaw up out of nowhere. She kept pointing out, Jen's not black. Jen's not black. Right. Like, but why say he's a racist? I don't know. And she was like, don't bring my husband into the... Like, the there, there has no to be a reason. story, right? I, I mean... I would say yes, but Mary's an idiot, so I could see her just... I felt like this entire reunion, Mary was just grabbing stuff and throwing it in front of her. Yeah. She's just grabbing whatever she can and throwing it and in front of her. And she proved that she's a liar because she made up the what she told Whitney that Lisa oh, and Meredith told 100%. her they're afraid of Jen. Like, she admitted she lied about that. Yeah, she said, I thought they did. The other thing about Mary was they called her out, Andy was like, hey, there's a recording going around of you at your church saying they didn't buy you presents and they're poor. And she kept being like, that was out of context. That was out of context. That was about Jesus. We are Gentiles. What's a Gentile? (laughs) Not a Jew, right? I don't know. I don't get it. (laughs) I've never understood it and I understand it way less now when she kept talking about how they're Gentiles. When she was quoting scriptures and stuff, I was like, wait, what? Bible? Like what? Is it a different Bible? I don't know. I've never heard anything. I don't pay attention. That's been established, but I don't, I didn't understand anything she said. No. Um, That's enough about Mary for now. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Mary anymore. If I have to talk about Mary for much longer. (sighs) Should we talk? I mean, should we talk about weather? I, I, yeah. (laughs) It's, that was (laughs) so. 
uncomfortable. I loved it. I Lisa lived. was ramping up, just getting louder and louder and louder. And mm-hmm. then she said, bad weather. Whitney and Heather, that's what you are. Bad weather. And then it was just like a, like a couple beats. Like, duh, duh, before someone was like, what? I mean, Lisa doesn't work in marketing, right? <laughs> That I want to say that, and then I want to come back and say I'm still on Lisa's team. Though I want to make yeah, that clear, I am pro Lisa after this. But Lisa, this episode was self imploding. <laughs> yeah, I mean she yes, was falling apart. But I was also siding with her same, as it was same, happening. Same. I think I, a problem I have, and I'm going to bring this up, my therapist again, <laughs> because Lisa and I, I think have the same one. I have this complex, a justice complex, mm-hmm. like. I don't care if I'm wrong as long as we know someone was right and someone's wrong. And then I like, I, there just has to be, like, I demand justice for from things. Yeah. And I feel like that is what's happening with Lisa. Because Lisa, I think, has been done dirty, if we want to be honest about yes. each other. Yes. I think she's right. I think Heather's a perpetual victim. I do. I think that. And we saw that with how Heather talked about her ex-husband. I kind of think Heather's a gaslighter. Well, I think that Heather has gotten, I think that Lisa was correct when she said that Heather has gotten the most arrogant since the show aired. Yes. She is a completely different person in this reunion than she was on the show. And I'm going to, again, remember how much leeway I give Jen for grief. So I I keep trying to give that to Heather. Like, Heather's dad also died. I'm going to try to give her... But she is like a freaking dog with a bone about Lisa. It's like, just drop it. We're bored. We're all bored. Andy Cohen's bored. Uh, We don't care about this fight. I did love the Lisa, Heather and Winnie bad weather. I loved that. It killed me. I laughed out loud. But Lisa is like watching a bad comic on stage just falling apart. She keeps trying to say stuff and it just keeps falling flat. And then her golden brown hands keep flying up on the screen and it's very distracting because it's not the same color as the rest of her and it's like who did your spray tan lisa i'm so stressed out don't get it done right before get it done well enough before that you can like wash off and look normal yes. by the time the reunion rolls i mean around. she looks this is she has so much emotion this is more emotion and i think that this is further cements my theory that Lisa at the beginning of the show was just like very, she was prepared. She was poised. She was not emotional. And yeah. then it's like, as soon as we kind of got into like real time, if you will, like real reactions, she can't, she doesn't have that wall up. Yeah. And it's like kind of hard to watch because yes. I do feel bad for Lisa. I do feel bad for Lisa. I think Whitney and Heather, I wish I could talk to Heather in real life. If anyone knows Heather, please, someone tell Heather, Whitney is not the right horse to bet on. No, and when those two gang up, they're really mean. They're very mean. And it's hilarious that she's yelling about how mean Lisa is. Yeah. When I'm like, no, you, you're you mean. Lisa knows she's mean. Yeah. She doesn't. I don't think Lisa cares that she's mean. She cares that you are mean and you keep calling her mean. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. Lisa knows who she is. Heather, you know, she kept saying this show was therapy for me, which Great, but go to real therapy. That's all Lisa said, but she said it in the worst way possible. I mean, she had to explain it. She was like, Andy Cohen's not your therapist. And Heather's like, what? And I'm like, Lisa, stop walking into these things because Heather is, she is gaslighting you so hard. Well, because she's so insecure that she, uh, any threat to her perceived sense of self she's going to take very very hard where lisa's so self-assured it's an automatic threat to heather 
Yeah, and remember when Heather was getting real mean, and then she was like, "It's myself. That's my death. Like my I'm, defense. My mechanism. defense. Mech- I'm like that. You can't. You don't get to be mean as a defense mechanism no. because someone's mean to you. Now you're both just mean. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't care if someone's mean. I, I'm fine with it to be honest. When someone's mean, if you're honest about the fact that you're mean. That's where I'm like, I felt like Lisa's pretty honest about the fact that she doesn't she doesn't care if you think she's mean because she's not trying to be. I do want to talk about Heather's highlights. Remember how Heather got a little highlight for a minute about how she's divorced and they like showed her they showed her little scenes. Yeah. Um, when I found out Heather and Winnie are actual cousins, I mean, I'm infuriated. Now I'm even madder that she's siding with Whitney. I thought they were like a few. They're removed. like second cousins, but they didn't meet till the show. So that's why I'm like, oh, so you have no familiar bond here that you like need to stick up for each other? They didn't meet until the show? No, they met when she got married, when she got divorced. So like four okay. e- three years ago or something, okay. very recently. Either way, I'm like, Heather, why? You should owe Whitney no loyalty. Whitney's a known liar. We've already seen her lie, and I wish someone would call her out more about that. I also am like, I wish Heather would not talk about how she wants to parent her kids on national TV because I'm like, you're going to regret this. It was rough. It was... I understand what she was trying to say, but it's going to be very misconstrued by a lot of people. She I, says, I want them to get blackout drunk. I want them to be with multiple partners, which I I understand. Her point is I want them to, to live. live a more moderate life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than I lived because I was very conservative, lower C growing up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Blackout drunk is, Blackout drunk is a mean, lot. And this is the thing about Heather and her like life transition. It's just so extreme. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be this extreme. Well, and she won't stay in that area. She's going to swing back to center eventually because we've both seen this happen to people. Yes, yes. We've seen is... them go through this extreme everything. I hate where I came from. I hate the people Rejected. who raised me that way. And then a few years later, they're like, I've moved on. I'm at peace with it. I'm I I'm reg- like a normal person. I again. regret this one tattoo. Yes. Like that's what happens. I got a bird tattooed on my upper arm and mm-hmm. now I'm gonna go get it lasered off. Like, like I regret that was a phase. The mountains call me and I must answer tattoo. <laughs> like I that's a regret I have. I'm still into yoga though. Like that's the thing. You take parts of those parts of your life and then you become kind of a new person. So that's why I'm like, Heather, I wish you wouldn't have told America what you want for your kids. I think it's fine to be like, my my daughter has a serious boyfriend. I'm not telling her she only has to be abstinent, but like we're talking about how she can still be safe. Like yeah. that's one thing to say, but still, I I just don't think you need to throw out the word multiple partners. I know. Like, or I know. blackout drunk. I know. You can say, I think they should experience many different relationships. And yeah. you don't need to spell out for us that they're sex in. <laughs> I just am like, and not as into that. I will say, though, Heather was very gracious about Mormons, um, how they feel about her. I liked how she said that. Because Andy's like, how did you feel? Like, because you're the one, everyone says you're the most outspoken. And she yeah. was saying, I understand why people feel that way about me. Because I would have felt that way about me. And I was like, that is the most self-reflective Self, you've ever been about yeah. anything in your entire life. And I mean, she's right. That's the response that we've seen is that... Uh, a lot of very active Mormons have a hard time. I mean, I sometimes have a hard time with how she portrays the church on the show. Um, I, re- I resent something she does, and I'm not not even about the church, about Utah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, you know how I feel about how they're throwing everything she, every bad decision, getting, like, if you, if your husband doesn't come to your business opening, you were never divorced in Utah. Like, these weird idiosyncrasies specific to her life, she pushes on all of us. I resent them. And I think you're right. I think she is a perpetual victim, and anything bad that's happened in her life is the fault of something 
or someone. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of. I think that Heather's ex-husband probably was a bad husband. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to take that. He probably was. Again, I know I beat this dead horse every week. The thing that bothers me, and this is how I feel about Lisa and her too. It's how I feel about her in general. Your husband probably was a bad husband. You don't need to tell us that over and over again and then treat him different a different way. And I think she feels like being a strong female means coming on The Real Housewives and talking bad about my ex-husband and being honest about that experience and like having a business. When I'm like, I actually think being a strong female is not letting your ex-husband influence your life this much. That's actually kind of the strongest self-assuredness that yeah. you could be. The most self-assured you could be is the strongest female you could be. So why do you, you shouldn't even care at all about your ex-husband. And I know that takes time, but the fact that you care so much, it's half of your story. I mean, five years is a long time. They've been divorced for five years. It's a, I've been married to my husband for five years. He's been through, I mean, he's divorced and married within like two. We've had yeah. a whole different life. Yeah. That's why I'm like, you ha- can have a whole different life. I think it, affects you and it changes you but yeah. like it's her story yeah and so i'm like don't make this your story you could have a cool story i You're know and the story funny. is lame yeah we don't care about billy sketchers that's the most <laughs> offensive thing he's done on this show <laughs> okay remember how andy says he calls her out for that watch what happened live when he was like you said heather had the biggest ego and lisa's like yeah and then he said she said you can be mouthy or you can be mousy i don't get this i'm mouthy and i'm like ah no, that seems a little extreme. I think you can be mouthy and mousy. Yeah. But I get what she's trying to say. And this is the thing with, this is the problem with Lisa. She says things in the worst way. Yeah, she does. I get what you're trying to say. And what I wish she would have said is, you can be the victim or you can be the the predator. Yeah. But what is it? Predator or prey? You can be the predator or you can be the prey, but you're both. Like, you're making it both all the time. And it's a big circle and I constantly can't understand why Heather is just throwing... I feel like she's just throwing away a friendship with Jen this entire reunion, too. She she's being really harsh on Jen. Very harsh on Jen, which Jen, like, the fact that she doesn't even care, like, I'm like, she seems affected, but she's not emotional about it, does make me feel even more like, yeah, you know what? Jen, you don't need her. Yeah. <laughs> Go with those glam kitten crew. I know. I loved that they were called the glam kittens because I was like, I want to be a glam kitten. I know you're meaning to put them down, but that's kind of rad to be a glam kitten. I know how this sounds. I'm going to say it. Can I say it? I feel like Heather is someone who was a loser in high school mm. who got popular in, in college mm-hmm. or got popular at the end of high school mm-hmm. and is now like constantly overcompensating oh for sure and now she's going like emotional carry on everyone who used I to just, laugh at her when she she's so worried about her friends who are grown adult women they're grown-ups being friends with other women it's who cares? like this is arrested development oh my when they keep when heather and lisa just are calling each other liars i was like oh boy I also <laughs> am like meredith stick up for lisa a little bit like meredith like you I Meredith just, was so spaced out during this. Meredith was medicated. watching a movie in her mind. I feel like Meredith embraced the role you have, which is you are a real housewife. You have to stop acting like you get to check out of this. Yeah. Then don't be on the show. <laughs> when she was like, don't talk about my family. I'm like, no, we all get to talk about each other's family. You're That's on a reality show. That's the contract show. you've signed. Yeah. And like, Brooks is grown. He's full grown. He's yeah. fine. Like, when Heather kept bringing up, well, Jen really went for Brooks. Jen went for everyone, which I'm like, I mean, probably did, but... They can all take care of themselves. Yeah, if anyone can handle it, it's Brooks. Everyone. 
everyone gets to, t- and if Brooks can't handle it, then he has a very different persona on TV. And I would caution him to take some journaling time because he <laughs> needs to find that inner strength if he cannot handle this because he comes off very harsh. Yeah. So if you want to be that harsh, you have to like be accepting when other people are that way to you. I'm mean. So when people are mean to me, it's like, well, that's fine. Yeah. But I, this is, again, I wish I could tell Heather this is the exact same thing. And remember also, um, when Heather says that Lisa feeds the blogs. Okay, I one thing that really bugged me about this hour of the reunion, they kept making reference to things outside of the show. I hate it when it, I'm required to follow them on social media because mm-hmm. I really don't want to follow them on social media. No, I want to just live in this fantasy one hour a week. Yeah, this I is don't the want season. any periphery content about them but now they're making reference to all that stuff and i feel left behind because i haven't been reading any of the blogs other than my own and i haven't been following them on social media and so i don't have the whole story and i'm confused just catch us up in season two yeah like when you start season two tell us where you're where you are at with friendships and also like are there blogs still I know. It was really funny to hear the word blog. Who's blogging? I don't know. Blogspot.com. Live journal. Yeah, who's blogging? Um, So Lisa feeds the blog. She took that really mad. She's very mad at it. Then at this point, Heather and Whitney are being troublemakers is what I wrote here. At this point, they're like, we're going to take a break. We need to eat lunch. So do you think that was real? Yeah, I do. Because I will tell you why I think it's real. Jen, I think, likes being on TV. And she was fully just... Fan in her face, getting her hair cut. Yeah. And also, Andy Cohen was straight up just on his phone. Like, he's done. Yeah. Is this typical of yeah, the other reunions? It, okay. it definitely happens. They have these, like, behind the scenes. I'm doing quotation marks. No one can see me. But they have, yeah, like, these, like, the behind podcast. the scenes situations where there's, like, explosive and people leave and people come in. Okay, so that's so typical. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very typical. Okay. It happens regularly. Because this is when things really ramp up, when things, they're supposed to be on this break. And Lisa goes over to Heather and starts confronting her. Lisa has had it. I mean, yeah. I don't really blame her is the thing. No, I'm I'm fine with it. This is where I actually wrote, I think Heather's kind of a gaslighter. I mean, this is the time where I'm like, whoa, you are gaslighting all of us about Lisa. The way she talks about Lisa is just so manipulative. And her and Whitney are kind of like the two old men Muppets over there. Like all the, They're just pulling <laughs> mean faces the whole time. They're the worst. Saying things under their breath. And like they even say, like, are you watching her to each other? And I it's know. very rude. It's very rude. And I want to talk about Whitney for one second on that same Facebook group I'm in about the Real Housewives. Yeah. Someone wrote in and was like, I can't stop looking at Whitney's breasts. They look great. They, no, they don't, though. I like. I know everyone's. I know the phrase. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. But there are times when people have opinions that I'm like, no, it's you're wrong. wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Like you're not entitled to that opinion. It is wrong. And that's Whitney's breasts. They're they're too big. They're too big. She looks like an idiot. Or the dress is pushing down too hard, or she, something. Her it's, ears are hanging down with those big hoops, girls. Watch your hoops. you got to watch these earrings. You look terrible with them. You spent all this money and all this time, and then you put these giant hoops that just put this gaping hole in your ear. I hope everyone notices this now because it's, I mean, I hate to sound vain. It's gross looking. There's just a hole, just a like a gauge in your ear. Yeah. You know when people used to get gauges and then I'd take them out for work and it was just like this open sore? It is disgusting. It's disgusting. It's very gross to have like saggy lobes. Uh, it's so gross. And I, again, stand by. Jen definitely got hers fixed. Well, hers are her. like, t- her earrings are like taped up this time, I swear. 
I mean, it's very interesting. She anyway. must have listened to the podcast. Hey, Jen, what's up, girl? Oh, I think you're right all the time. So they're in this commercial <laughs> break fight. Whitney's just standing in the way the whole time. Lisa keeps saying, why do you keep bringing up the same stuff? Like, let's just let it go and move forward. And yeah. then finally, Heather's like, I don't want to move forward. And it's like, yeah, we that seems clear enough. Andy Cohen's just on his phone. He doesn't give a crap. Then Heather starts saying that Lisa's a bad friend to Meredith because you like Jen. So that means you're a bad friend to Meredith, which I'm like, Meredith have said numerous times. I'm not going to tell people. No one can tell me who I can be friends with. Right. And I have to assume she feels that way. Right. About Lisa. I think it could kind of hurt her feelings. But she is also, I'm going to give Meredith a compliment. I think Meredith is also mature enough to be like, that doesn't actually involve me. Right. Um, so she keeps, and this is where I'm like, this is where I wish Heather would have said something. I mean, Meredith would have spoken up more clearly because Heather is full on throwing her under, like in the middle of the train tracks in front of the Lisa train. Yeah. And this is where I wish Meredith would be like, first of all, I've never said Lisa's a bad friend. I actually am fine with her. So don't involve me. Like, I wish she would have just been like, no. Right. But she was disengaged behind her eyes. Um, Meredith says, I wasn't really listening to be honest. (laughs) That's all of us. <laughs> I mean, I do start to kind of space out during this part because they just keep talking about the same things over and over and oh, for over. Sure. But Lisa just gets keeps getting more and more upset. Yeah, I, I spaced out until Heather said, Lisa, you're in last place. Yeah, in life. in li- And then Lisa goes, in last place in what? And Heather said, in life. And you know Heather meant you're the least favorite housewife. Which I just don't think is true. I think that I she think it could be. Lisa has the least. I think Lisa has the least amount of Instagram followers. No, wait, wait. It's definitely Mary. Sorry, what was I saying? But I think the thing that made me feel kind of sick in my stomach about that is how much that matters to Heather. That she's the favorite housewife. I know. And that's where I'm like, you are digging your own grave because you will be terrible. Everyone in their life is terrible at some point. So if you are likable one day, you are probably terrible in a year. Yeah. And it's all going to be on film and we're all going to have an opinion. And because everyone like seems to like you, I'm telling you in this Facebook Real Housewives group, everyone loves Heather. They all, if you will, stan her. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, everyone seems to love Heather. And like, it's going to be a quick drop if you don't straighten it up. I mean, already after this reunion, I am less and less inclined to like Heather. I think that she acted very petty and insecure. And not in a kind of sweet, vulnerable way like we saw during the season, but in a mean, petty way that uh, was hard to watch. And very Lisa just gets so upset that she walks off and she goes and finds John. And then we see some guy named Noah mm-hmm. who's trying to talk her down. And what is Noah? It said SV SVP of pro- current production. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. Oh, okay. I was hoping someone knew. <laughs> I love the crew, though. I love seeing crews on reality oh, shows. Oh, it is so hilarious. I want to watch a reality show in reverse where I'm just watching the crew film everybody. Yeah, that would. I would be here for that. I will say the crew sometimes does get in because of how angry they get. So sometimes mm-hmm. they will. I mean, this part really made me... I had some real PTSD from high school when she went to the producer... And was just like, they're the worst. Which she's not wrong. But do you remember in high school when people would get in fights and one of them would corner you and be like, she's not even listening to me. And I, she knew I wanted that prom dress and then she bought it anyway. And you were just like, whoa, whoa, okay. Uh, I actually don't care or want to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. That's what I was like. I feel PTSD for that producer. You feel like you were Noah. 
in high school. I was probably, let's be honest, I was probably Lisa. <laughs> just desperate to get anyone on my side. Just desperately trying to get any person to stand it up is, for me. It's too bad that Meredith just kind of sat there. You know, and I, you're right. I think it's because she's mature and she likes to disengage, as she says. But Lisa needed an ally. I, I wrote, the, la- the very last thing I wrote was, Meredith, go get your friend. Yeah. Like, <sighs> Meredith, <sighs> you don't need to be on the show anymore. Because you don't want to be on, you don't want to be on the show. It's not the Real Housewives on Meredith's terms. It's the Real Housewives. Like you got to show us your life. Is she kind of like a stabilizing force, though? Do I feel, we need her? I feel we could have a different stabilizing. I think that there. I feel like Heather could have been a stabilizing force if she wasn't on this like journey mm-hmm. with her ego right now. Mm-hmm. I think it could be Heather in a different time, and like. I think, yeah, you need someone who's a, a backbeat player, but you also need them to be able to, like, engage when they need to. But the thing that bothers me about Meredith is she doesn't engage with them. She just makes proclamations. Oh, I'm, don't talk about my family. Oh, I'm not in doing this. It's like, no, if you want to, you should have this conversation. Right. You know, like, she just makes a statement and walks away. Yeah. And I wish we got a new housewife. I have heard that Angie will not be on. What? That's what the Real Housewives... The Real Housewife Facebook group told me someone said my friend is not going to be on next year, and she was like, "Just so you know, my friend is Angie," which killed me. That whole extreme. <laughs> what a flex! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that's kind of it for hour two. I don't um, like any of them. Oh, one weird thing. Jen. Yeah, you know at the. Finale, I was like, wow, these are all my best friends. And two hours of the reunion later, I thought, I don't like any of these people. I'm tired of them. They're two, all so annoying. Two, I mean, except Jen, because she's high. She's spaced out on something. She's on Xanax or something. I did like when Andy was asking Heather why she's not on the apps. And Mary said, it's hard out there, Andy. Like, uh, Mary wants to not be married so bad. Oh, yeah. Remember Mary was like... I'll well, never date someone date, my age again. Yeah, I'm never going to date someone my age. And he was like, well, yeah, because you're married. She was like, well, yeah, I mean, again. And I'm like, Mary can't make it any clearer to any of us that she does not want to be married to she her grandpa. She hates her husband. She does not like intercoursing her grandpa. <laughs> I mean, do you blame her? Well, she doesn't intercourse her grandpa. No, but she doesn't want to have to be tied to him in any way, shape, or form. She Except just for the Chanel. Chanel. Yeah. When she cried, that man buys me designer all my designer things are because of robert senior i, was I mean like, I, I i kind of felt bad it almost felt like stockholm syndrome no no this bitch chose her life i don't feel bad she she made her decision the more we get into her background hearing more and more how clear it is that she just wanted nice things money. you i mean the more and more i'm like i don't there is not a single part of me that feels for you yeah. And Mike, sorry, what? how does Robert Sr. have money? Because she's like, he started restaurants. So those restaurants don't exist in Utah anymore. This is some mortgage company. Southern Plantation is not a restaurant in Utah anymore. Yeah. I mean, I don't. And like, what a problematic name. Am I right? <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. So I'm like, that is, I don't know. When she was like, he made those monies. I'm like, what? How? What? When? I, I don't know. I just really hate Mary. <laughs> I can't make it clear enough. There is not a part of me that finds anything redeeming in Mary. 
No, there isn't anything redeeming. Stop Mary. talking to you me know about what was bad Mary. Too was the way they had her sit and the way they did her eyeshadow. It looked like one eyelid was yellow and the other was purple. It was it was too much. It was with the dress and the fur. She hated her makeup and you the remember. shoes. She told us herself in her Instagram. Didn't like my makeup. Oh, that's right. Um, I need you to know that Lisa actually has more followers than Jen. Does she? That makes me see Lisa's interested. The most Instagrammy to me. Lisa's the one yeah. that I follow. Well, Meredith seems to have the most in its interesting twist of fate. But did Meredith she have those beforehand from her business? Yeah, maybe because like stars wear her stuff. Yeah, that's true. Because right now Meredith's at two seventeen. Whitney's at 180. Heather's at 176. Jen, Lisa is at 120. Jen's only at 117. And Mary is at 70. So, (laughs) oh, Mary, right where she belongs. You're in last place, Mary. In life. In life. All right, well, we will be back for the third and final hour of this reunion we won't like it but we'll do it we'll do it because that's what the fans demand (laughs) um we are about to record our exclusive patreon episode about bridgerton episode six so subscribe to patreon to access that it's patreon.com forward slash hivemind hq subscribe to our newsletter at hivemind.substack.com leave us a five star rating don't leave us a one star rating if you don't like the podcast, you don't have to listen to it. We don't care about your opinions. Yeah, you're you're married to us. Um, <laughs> and we'll be back next week.